What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. This is your Monday show, and I am the Slow Chemical. So, uh, huh, what do we want to get into today? I think we're going to start with SummerSlam. Let's start with SummerSlam. I still want to talk about collisions well. If you guys are looking for, like, the rest of the week and what we talked about as far as Dynamite and other news and notes, there's an episode that dropped on Thursday. Check that out. That's in the archives. Um, this is episode 348. Um, uh, that will be episode 347. I, I, I dropped a lot of my thoughts on in that. I even did my Dark Side of the uh, Ring thoughts as well. And um, I decided just to do it there because I wanted to focus on SummerSlam and Collision here in case anything happened. And stuff happened on both shows. So that's why I'm deciding just to go with SummerSlam first because I have... Some really strong thoughts about some things. And there was some... First of all, if you listen to the Match of the Month this, this month, thank you very much for the support. And also, there was some thoughts I had. Uh, there were some things I had to where I didn't know um, what exactly I wanted to talk about on, on Wednesday. I was kind of stuck because next week is Hip Hop Week. Um, matter of fact, let's talk about that real quick. Next week is Hip Hop Week. 50th anniversary of hip-hop. I want to do a week of it. We have a week of it. We have three episodes already recorded and uploaded. They're just going to boom, boom, boom. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Three episodes. We have the top 50 albums. My top 50 albums of hip-hop history. Top 50 songs in hip-hop history. And we have an interview with Lipsy who returns to talk about his new single with Rick Ross called Secret City. We talk about how he got into it. How he got the opportunity to work with Rick Ross. Um, how it works. He talked about, talk about a developmental deal that uh, wasn't so developmental. But um, either way, check out all three episodes next week. And so I was having some struggles with Wednesday show. I, I, I Here's what I'm going to do with Wednesday show. Because I had some other shows recorded already. But they're like in parts. So I have a three-part retrospective of, 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 a, of a, a series. But I didn't want to drop it and drop episode two down the road i hate doing that we did that last year and it came to mixed reviews for the most part you guys didn't care with new listeners which happens all the time it's like oh okay well which episode is it and i'm not even gonna lie to you motherfuckers i don't remember a lot of time i I, do with 300 episodes in at this point i just don't remember i don't have that good of a memory um some of you guys have a much better memory of the shit i talk than i do so that's how I'm able to tell people oh, where to exactly go, you know. But um, I want to do those in a row. So uh, we're going to worry about that in September, I believe. But anyways, this Wednesday, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna actually re- go back and talk about Secret Invasion. Because I had a few comments, not more than a, well, <laughs> it was more than a few, that was wondering why I was upset. This, uh, some people thought that was the most anim- animated I've been. Um, you guys have not seen me in private when it came to that fucking Avengers movie, just being 100% honest with you. But, I think I should address it, because I have some points 
that one makes sense. The director has now come out again and talked, which just gave me this idea. So, oh, okay. So now, I, I knew I was justified before. This makes me even more justified. So, anyway, check out Wednesday show. We're gonna do. We're we're gonna backpedal and talk about a little secret invasion as well. And get some final thoughts on that. So let's talk about SummerSlam, and we're gonna go out of order. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and how I wrote it down. So Shayna Baszler beat Ronda Rousey in an MMA rules match. Excuse me. I didn't know what they were trying to go for here. This is not nothing. This is not. If you watch MMA, you know this is not MMA. There's no ring ropes. There's no one falling out of the ring. But don't don't get me wrong. Ronda and Shayna were beating the fuck out of each other. They were doing their best to 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 to, to do it. But these two are, these two are actually MMA fighters. So they could they, if they wanted to shoot each other shoot on each other, they could have just done it. And then a real MMA match. So, but I don't think they know. I don't think they know how to how that would even go. But it was also clear that Ronda wanted to put over Shayna. So if they had a real one and Ronda beats her, that defeats the fucking purpose, you know. Um, Shayna got the win, which is obvious because Ronda. It's been noted that Ronda's leaving the company. So I don't know what the mission was here. I I don't. The, either way, no one understood the assignment, and honestly, it killed the crowd. The crowd was hot for the first three matches. This fourth, this was the fourth match on the card. It came up, and it wasn't because it was a women's match. And there was a lot of controversy over women's wrestling this week. A lot of fucking controversy over women's wrestling this week. And we'll let's just talk about that right now. Do I think Tony Khan hates women's wrestling? No, but he has made it clear it's the lowest rated segments on his fucking show. That's why last year when Thunder Rosa uh, relinquished the AEW Women's Championship, he said that's why she got a backstage segment. It doesn't draw. He is, these are things he has to worry about. I'm not saying I would have said that out loud. It's like fucking when you're like when you're having sex with somebody, right? Or a significant other, whatever doesn't offend you, right? And at the end of the sex, the, the your partner's like, "Hey, was that the best sex you've ever had? That was the best sex I've ever had." And you're like, "I've had better rated." You know, you shouldn't say that, but you did. So no, Tony Khan should not have said that, right? However, he said it. These are facts most of the time. Like, did Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker may have been the first dime, uh, the, the, the first women's dime? Yeah, yes. And, and, and they did it again since. They did a steel cage match where they, the title changed hands with Thunder Rosa winning. Um, Athena and Willow Nightingale uh, main evented the first ROH event in women's history this past pay-per-view. Look here. At the end of the day, I think for the most part in fandom as wrestling fans, we all have grown to want to see women's wrestling um, grow, be good, be treated well. Because, look, we're invested in these characters, too. Here's kind of the issue, though. It's not just AEW. It's both companies. WWE has a huge women's wrestling problem. Think about this. If, a, if the women aren't in a storyline for the championship, you when is it usually good? Like, I don't even know why. I, I'm assuming Shotzi... And Bailey are gonna now uh, beef over her her, her cut hair. I, I we I, we don't know what these feuds are about. And usually, if it's not for a championship, we don't know what they're talking about. That's what made the the, the feud in 2020. And it, and this was no one's fault. This was the pandemic. But this is why the whole Mandy Rose thing was interesting with Otis because it's like you actually have a storyline that doesn't revolve around a title around a love story, and that's cool. Even if even if you don't think it's cool, it's different. God's sakes. I had a question once asked me, like, I think it was last year. Yeah, it was last year. Someone said, when's the last time you had a woman's story that didn't revolve around a man? Or that didn't have a man involved in it? That took me a long time to think about. It took me a long time to think about. 
those are very rare to where it doesn't have a, a man involved i it's rare so both companies have a problem with putting their woman on there think about this you had Rhea Ripley, who is your hottest woman's champion. She was only on the card because Finn Balor was wrestling Seth Rollins last night. She wasn't on the card defending her title. You had one woman's match in that pay-per-view from SummerSlam last night. When you when you had like four different feuds going on. You have the Raquel and Rhea feud. You have the Becky Lynch and Tristat Stratus feud. Now, in fairness, that pay-per-view was four fucking hours. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. I should have because it's SummerSlam. It's like one of the big four. But I remember watching that that main event, the Roman Reigns main event, and they give this, these main events a lot of time now. And one of my first thoughts was, God damn, this is a long paper. This is a long, this is a long main event, and I didn't like it either. We'll get to that down the road. But it didn't. It, but it got bumped for the Battle Royal, which, in my opinion, was actually a pretty good fucking good Battle Royal. But like, it just got lost in the sauce somehow. I don't. I don't know. So the point is. There's a lot of problems with women's wrestling right now. It's not just AEW. It's both companies. Tony Khan is allergic to putting one, more than one women's match on his shows. He just is. And the fact of the matter is this. Collision is going to do collision numbers. It's going to go up and down between 400,000 viewers and 800,000 viewers every week, right? It's the wrestling show. You might as well put a, a second women's match on there. that doesn't revolve around a championship. It's funny, because I, I, I write comic books, as you guys know. A lot of you guys know. And I remember I was, I was answering a question at a panel, like, how do you deal with women's characters? Like, do you get a woman writer? I was like, no, I don't. Um, I remember the one time I tried to get a woman's writer in, and it was more of just to get her a think, just, just to get her opinion on something I wrote. And vividly, she was like, yeah, you should just, just hire me to do it. I said, I don't want to hire a woman to do it, because I don't want to hire a writer to do it. Let me make this clear. Let me rewind. I don't want to hire a writer to do it, because writers charge a lot of money, and then they want percentage points as well, which I was not willing to do. You take one or the other, right? And it's one particular woman's writer wanted, like, 8500 bucks to, to to write a scene. And mind you, this person had no credits to her name. To write a scene, and she wanted, like, 10 percentage points. I was like... What? Get the fuck out of here. Right? I, I was asked how I deal with it. I said, honestly, I do my best to take the relationships in my life because I have a ton of women friends. A ton of them. I take the relationships in my life and I've actually gone through text messages when I've talked to women and gone back and forth with them. And these are like friendships, nothing else more. And I read what they've said and I'm like, okay, I've taken some of those thoughts and, and from those conversations and put them on the paper. And I've actually, it's actually worked out pretty well, like, from the feedback I've gotten. But you have to want to invest in these women somewhere other than championship matches. You, you just you just have to. And I don't think either company knows how to without sexualizing them. Like, to me, what Thea Hale's doing in NXT is a really good woman's work. Just last week at the Great American Bash, uh, Chase Shoot, the, the, whoever the guy's name is, threw a towel in, right? So she tried to throw a towel in with, with his match with Baron Corbin. Like, you see the frustration she had. And like I like that. Is it boring? They another. It's like trying to. At one point in time, if we're being real, they didn't know how to treat Latino characters, black characters. This is not new. Back to the main point of this this match. This wasn't good. They tried to show the friendship breakup, but because Ronda's leaving, they had to expedite things. This could have been months of work. Let out, let up to this thing, heartbreak and everything, because they there's a real friendship there. So the point is, both companies have an issue with it, so they both need to fix it. 
But this match, this match wasn't good. Shayna chokes out Ronda to get the win, but this match was not good whatsoever. And it just killed the crowd for, for the rest of the night. LA Knight wins the Slim Jim Battle Royal. This was a good Battle Royal. And I love Battle Royals. Um, but I recognize that most of the time people are just throwing themselves over the top rope. Uh, but no, this was actually really good. The crowd was into it. It was, it was, I was on the edge of my seat. I remember like I came into this, ma- I came into this match in the middle of it because I was, I was on my way to work and I said, you know, I'm just going to start watching it. I'm just going to rewind it at the beginning and do that. Right. Cause with Peacock, you can do that. WWE Network, you couldn't do that. Right. You had to wait till the replay, uh, at first. So as soon as I cut the, the, the app on, I see the battle roll. I said, let me see who wins this first. And I also wanted to make sure, just in case I just subconsciously jumped on Instagram for whatever reason, right? And I said, and so I sat there and I watched it. I said, man, at the end of that battle royal, I, I came in halfway in a battle royal. I said, that, was a, that felt like a good battle royal, man, because I watched the end. Rewinded it and got to the battle royal, and it was a pretty good battle royal. It was done, it was done really well. It had time, you know? So I was like, I, I enjoyed it. But LA Knight needed this win. He got the win, and the place went fucking crazy. Cody and Brack have, have their good have their best match of the trilogy in this match, and then it turns out that from what Triple H said, the post game was not planned at all. It was all Brock Lesnar doing it on his own. So this match, in my opinion, has solidified Cody Rhodes as the one to defeat Roman Reigns. We're gonna wait to see that for a very long time, but it seems like this is the match that has now propelled him for sure into winning that world championship. I will say this, after watching this pay-per-view, excuse me, after watching this match, I was on the fence about going to Philly next year because I, I still want to go to another WrestleCon. I, I, I have a bucket list, right? I want to do it all out, and I want to do a WrestleCon one last time. After that, wrestling events, I probably won't, I don't need, if I have time, I'll go, I'll go to one. But those are the two things I, I want to do for sure. I've already done a Royal Rumble. If I go to another Royal Rumble, I'll be happy too. But I was on the fence about next year, and I said, man, shit, man. You know, I know they're going to have some bomb-ass guests at WrestleCon ne- next year. Like, it was fun meeting a bunch, dude, seeing everyone, a bunch of people there. I was like, and just seeing the atmosphere or whatever. And I'm telling you, staying in the hotel that I stayed in, the same hotel that they were in, it was just freaking cool to, 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 to have access to everything so easily, you know? So I was like, no, that's, I'm going to put that on the list. So anyways, this match, after seeing this match... It makes me think that if they actually do book Cody versus Roman next year for um, for the world title at WrestleMania, I do want to go see Cody win, have his moment. There's no, I don't think they would do well. <laughs> I don't think it would be wise to do that again to have him losing in, especially with the report of Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman will have say in how he loses the championship and who he loses the championship to. A, a Fightful reports that. Um, a talent said, someone asked a talent like uh, or a source, hey, when does he lose the title? And it says, whenever Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman to fucking decide to lose the belt. And apparently it was, the more digging they did, the more it was like, yeah, he has say in who will be the next person. It feels like this is a say. It feels like this was it. So essentially this match was Cody getting the shit beat out of him. And Brock kept going outside the ring, throwing him outside the ring, trying to get a count on win. And he told Michael Cole, hey, man, tell him to stay down. It's going to get worse. Every time Cody got back in the ring, Brock would F5 him on the floor. Brock would F5 him on the table. Go back in the ring, try to get a count of Cody kept getting up. And at first, the crowd was kind of dead for this. But then Cody kept getting back up. And the crowd came alive. They had the, they had the crowd at that point. Because the crowd now was like, oh, he's getting his shit. But like, 
he's getting shit beat out of him. He's still getting up. Okay, okay. And so then, finally, Cody starts fighting back, blah, blah, blah. Brock did have a wardrobe malfunction. But then Cody hits three Cody cutters, got the pinfall win. At the end of the match, Brock takes his gloves off. He kind of, like, headbutts Cody a little bit, but, like, a, a soft headbutt. Shakes his hand, raises his hand, and endorses him, which apparently was all, was all Brock Lesnar. And I'm sitting there like, holy shit. And even if it was planned, that's a big thing, right? But the fact that... Think about the endorsements that John that, that um, Cody has gotten this year from John Cena, from uh, from Brock. D- he is the guy to carry this. He, he is the guy, you know. So let's book this out really quick because I thought about this last night after I saw that moment. Right? I don't think he should win the Royal Rumble again. I really don't. If he does, that's cool. He will go back to back, which is I think only Hogan, Shawn Michaels, and Steve Austin has done. But he doesn't need to do that. I think Gunther should win the Royal Rumble next year. As a matter of fact, what you could do is roll reverse. You could have both of them be num- uh, the last two again. This time, Gunther gets the win. And now you have them traded that. Now you give Gunther a big win. Cody could win the Elimination Chamber. Because I'm sure the Elimination Chamber will probably be, I don't know, in Saudi again. I know it was in... Um, Montreal this year, but I'm just saying, like, usually it's in Saudi. There's a couple years in a row where it was in Saudi. But I think you can do that. And um, I think it should go that way. If Cody, and I get it, there's some logistical things, but they've had, they've had mixed matches all the time. They just have mixed battle royal, the Raw and SmackDown superstars. So you can have a mixed elimination chamber. You can do that. They, they make their own rules up. You can have it, right? Or you can make war games. An actual like you, if you have war games again, you can have war games be the thing that propels you to that main event. Cody can win that, get the pinfall, and or you know his team can win, and then that they face each other for the right to go to WrestleMania. You know something like that, something can do it. But I don't think he's win the Royal Rumble again. But that match that was a hell of an endorsement from Brock Lesnar. Up next, you have Bianca Belair versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair for the Women's Championship, and. Uh, Bianca Belair actually wins the title after she rolls up Asuka, so she pins the champion, and I was not too happy about that, but I knew where they were going, because during the match, Bianca had a knee injury, so I was like, okay, I, I see, what once they, once once she had a knee injury, I said, oh, well, this is clear that, okay, you knew they were going, so Bianca rolls up Asuka, Asuka loses, Bianca becomes a, a world champion again, all of a sudden, you hear EO Sky's music, EO runs out with the briefcase with Bailey. She hands Bailey the briefcase. Bailey smacks uh, Charlotte Flair in the back. She smacks Oscar in the face. Then she hands the briefcase back to EO Sky. EO Sky runs in the ring. EO Sky then nails Bianca with the with the, in the knee and in the face with the briefcase. She then hands it to Jessica, the referee. Jessica rings the bell. EO goes to the top rope. Moonsault one two three, uh, well, like a six second win. EO is your woman's champion. Bailey hugs her. They, uh, Dakota Kai comes in the ring to see that damage. She's a torn ACL, so she's, she's going to be out for a very long time. But she comes in to celebrate, and they, and they embrace. And EO Sky is your new woman's champion. That's awesome. And they did it with... I, I didn't like that they pinned Asuka. But you know what? Whatever. I did like they pinned Asuka in the match. I would prefer that if they would have... But then again, I guess it makes sense because when you have, you you need Bianca to have sympathy. I'm doing air quotes because we're doing air quotes again. 
But like you don't actually, you never gave away the Oscar versus Io Sky match, so you still have that match in the bank. Bianca could say she got screwed because she had a knee injury, or whatever. Um, so once again, it's one of those things that you can have happen. But Io Sky winning was the right call here. So good job for the, for them for doing that. The, the SummerSlam opener was Logan Paul versus Ricochet. This was a decent match, you know. It, it had a shitty finish um, where Ricochet was protected though. Logan Paul gets handed some brass knuckles. He nails Ricochet with them and gets the one, two, three. But this protected Ricochet. I thought for sure Logan Paul was going to get the, the clean victory. But the fact that they protected him while giving Logan Paul a much needed win. He hadn't had a win in a year. Last time he won was at SummerSlam last year against uh, The Miz. So that was very interesting there. But uh, it was a decent match. Uh, Seth Rollins retains. I guess Finn Balor, I thought for sure this would be the match where Finn Balor got the World Heavyweight Championship. But um, this just led to more dissension between the Judgment Day. So essentially, they tried to help Finn Balor. Finn Balor then wanted more help. So he tells Damian Priest to throw the briefcase in. Damian Priest does not want to do it, but he does. Finn Balor goes to pick up the briefcase uh, while Damian Priest has the referee distracted. Rollins nails the curb stomp on the briefcase, gets the pin, one, two, three. Damian Priest just looks disgusted at J- uh, Finn Balor after that. And then he even uh, tw- uh, tweets out or X's out, whatever it's called now. Bruh. <laughs> that was the face he had was the bruh face. So this was a good match, though. And and, and in the main event, uh, which was a terrible main event, by the way. It was slow. It was blotting. It was boring. I just Instead of saying tribal combat, just say it's no holes barred, whatever the fuck that means. So much interference from Solo Sokoa. Then when Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso has the pinfall, Jimmy Uso comes back, super kicks him, screws him. The thing that I did not want to see, I saw. I, I don't understand what the uh, reasoning could be. I don't quite understand this. But I guess it's the way to keep the story going. I guess. I guess. I don't know. But I was actually thinking this would be the end of this chapter. And I, was, I said in my previous thing that it's clear to where we're going. I just didn't like it, though. But, like, and someone brought up a good point. Someone said, is this how it felt when the NWO uh, was just going on too long? I said, I think so. And I don't know that moment. I really don't. Because you got to remember, I, I watched both products at the time. And they were both so different. So, for me, I was kind of like, okay, it's different from WWE. So, I couldn't tell with certain storylines. I know some people will I know some people will point out to the finger poke of doom was a thing that did it. Some people will point to that. For me, I, I I would need to actually think about that. I would actually need to do a, do a timeline and, and figure out what when it was for me. But this was not good. The match was bad on top of the ending was shitty. So, yeah. But Roman Reigns retains. And finally, Gunthar retains the Intercontinental Championship against Drew McIntyre. Um, overall, it was a decent pay-per-view um, with some really terrible endings. Really, And SummerSlam has been known for it the last 10 years. Terrible fucking endings. Whether it's uh, the uh, John, uh, was his name John Daly? No, that John Daly. He, he, had, he was in the Daly Show. Whatever his name was, he one who he came in after a classic match with Seth Rollins, John Cena, and screwed um, Cena out of the match. Um, Undertaker tapping out and into the Kimura Lock or whatever, and the bell ringing or whatever it was. SummerSlam has been known for some really bad finishes over the last ten years, so this is not really surprising. News and notes, Big E has been advised to not wrestle anymore, and they have been talking about doing something on commentary. He did joke and say he think he's worried about his bathroom breaks. Um, look here. 
I'm not sad for him because we've heard this from Edge. We've heard this from Daniel Bryan. We've heard this from a lot of people. Give it some time. It's only been a year. It's only been a year. A little over a year. But I'm not worried. I will see him back one day in the ring. We will, for sure. Kyrie Sane is now back with WWE. It's not official, but it's reported that she came to terms with WWE. So, um, welcome back. Um, AEW. We'll hit this real quick and get out of here. Um, Samoa Joe got the fastest win in collision history. It was like a three-second win. He got up and then challenged CM Punk to a real world's heavyweight championship match. All in. So now the car's starting to come into uh, play here. FTR retains their tag team championships. Then afterwards, challenges the Young Bucks to a third and final encounter at All In. As uh, Matt Hardy, uh, excuse me, Matt and Jack, uh, Matt and, um, I forgot his brother's name. <laughs> I would say Matt and Tom. Um, the, the Bucks, I can't remember his brother's name. Um, they had announced on being the elite that they were returning to the tag team division. And their first match will be against the Hardy Boys this upcoming Wednesday. Um, but they have been challenged to All In, so I'm assuming they're going to accept that challenge. Punk retains against Ricky Stark. Starks, at the end of the match, beats up the special enforcer, Ricky Steamboat. Um, and there was this was the return of collision of um, Jim Ross, who looks good. Um, also, a trios match will happen next week for the trios championships. I really did not get my much. I watched the, the bigger parts of collision because I was watching uh, SummerSlam. But um, look here. As of right now, I know people were underwhelmed with the main event, but the hottest thing AEW has going is... Adam Cole versus uh, MJF, one. And two, if we're being 100% honest, like, we don't know. I'm assuming it's going to be a 10 to 11 match card. We don't know what the rest of the matches is being. Here's right now, only, there's only one match official, right? But let's go where we have. Let's go with what we, air quotes, supposedly know. Jericho versus Osprey. Cole versus MJF. Punk versus Joe. Bucks versus FTR. Punk versus Joe, FTR versus Bucks, right there, are matches that are, are big-time matches, you know? Um, how the rest of the card fills out, I have no clue. But those are two big-time matches right there. Who's to say that Adam Cole and MJF will even main event this pay-per-view? Do I think they should because it's the world title? Sure. I, I'm, 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 I'm old school like that, I guess. But for the most part, you know, we don't know what's going to be because we don't know the rest of the card. So um, let's have some patience here and, and see where this is going to go. So anyways, that is your this is Monday show this week. Um, just be prepared because next week it's all hip hop. Um, three episodes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, already recorded, already uploaded. So check those out next week. And Wednesday, we're going to re- we're going to do a little a reversal here and backtrack and, and, and talk about where Secret Invasion went wrong and why I was so frustrated. Just going to answer some questions. So, anyways, that's your Monday show. I am the slow chemical. This is I see things a little differently, and I am.